If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. Well, welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, hey, I know how difficult it can be to go through your days without purpose. And I know what a great joy it is to find your purpose and to live it. At Bravehearts Radio, we're at our best when we're helping others to find that genuine voice within themselves. Today, we're going to talk about the secret of staying young, because it's really no secret that youthfulness is a state of mind, and more than that, a state of having passion for ideals. My guest today is Harry Waters, Jr., We met at the Monday Morning Essential Conversation hosted by the Center for Purposeful Leadership, centerforpurposefulleadership.com, first plug of the day. I always (laughs) thought you were about 30 years old, Harry. Uh, You have that youthful energy and spirit. Uh, Welcome to Bravehearts Radio. Well, hello, and everyone around the world, Harry Waters Jr., he, him, his, Black Lives Matter, Sordo, as I always tell everyone, that's my whole name. Um, I am in Minneapolis, just to let you know, and I am at that intersection of just about everything, down from George Floyd murder to the uprising to who knows what else. I have my Prince outfits, but I didn't wear that today. Oh, man. Yeah, and we were talking about, uh, there's something about purple that we, I can't remember what it was then, just before we started the show. The, we the Center for Purposeful. The Center for Purposeful <laughs> Leadership, and I blubbered that out as the Center for Purple Leadership, and uh, who knows, you know. But you know, yeah, there. that was that's a great group. Uh, we met, um, uh, now everything goes back to Roger Dieterle. Um, Rogers in uh, Medora, North Dakota, and introduced me to um, Patricia Neal uh, right not, probably not even a year ago. Really? It's brand new. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, I, how long have you been involved with uh, CPI? I would say since the middle of last fall. I think it was one of those going through some emails and someone had mentioned, I think it was, I can't remember who it was, had mentioned the Center for Purposeful Leadership. And I mm-hmm. went, oh, let me just see what's happening. Yeah. And it's been, and I, I'm not going to be the person that says this, however, it's been an inspiration for me every single Monday morning at 8 a.m. here yeah. because it gives me a good way to start my week with some people who are, as they would say, some thought leaders, mm-hmm. you know, people who are doing this kind of work of really investigating how you convene people, how people come together, but then also how you're present when you're bringing people together. Because mm-hmm. I think that's another key thing about well, as we're talking today about maintaining that youthful spirit throughout everything is the excitement or the pleasure that you get out of having people grow like right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I, when I say that uh, the, the idea that um, uh, youth is youthfulness is not an a number. It's not an age. It's a, it's a state of mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, these, these little screens that you see, uh, or the little screens, little, um, those thumbnails that people let you, uh, that you, mm-hmm. that you get to meet in two dimensions. Um, and I'd see, I'd, I'd see you, I'd see your big smile and say, man, this is a young guy, you know, probably about 30, but you're, you're actually wow. probably what closer to 40 than 30. Uh, right? yeah, I'm cl- yeah. Well, you know, on the other sides of, you know, looking, looking down the road, I said, there's, there's more behind me than in front of me possibly. Um, oh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens in yeah. the coming, coming years. 
Yeah, so uh, the, that that idea came uh, came uh, originally. I was I was at um, in Indianapolis a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago now, mm-hmm. and a fellow named Paul Tasner was uh, speaking at a, at a TED event. Oh, and okay. Paul started uh, in his seventies. He started a uh, a business um, making packing material out of recycled things in uh, in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Uh-huh. And I, I, I went up to him afterwards. I said, "I said, man, you saved my life." He said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I said, you know, I was I'm so inspired to be at a TED event." And uh, having a guy that's you know, like closer to my age uh, than uh, you know, and the, I think Paul was seventy four, and we 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 came up with the idea. You know, dang it, uh, age youthfulness is not an age; it's a state yeah. of mind. It's a state of passion for your ideals, right. and because of that, we can stay young all our lives. It's so true. Um, I always want to say. Well, also, it helps. What do you keep around you? Who do you keep around you? If you keep some people that are also engaged and interested in their lives or the lives of others, then there's something that they're probably doing mm-hmm. as opposed to people who are like, done. <laughs> and I don't think that, you know, those of us that are sort of connected to the spirit yeah. of, you know, brave hearts, we're really not ever, it's not even thinking about being done. It's just the next. And also yeah. holding on to the moment that we're in because I think we've learned that this is the moment. This is... There's a lot of things that happened, and there's a lot of things coming, but mm-hmm. this right here is so vital. And what you do, you can be depressed in that moment, just FYI. I just want to let you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all have to be like jumping up and down, but being fully engaged with the moment that you're in allows you to then, oh, oh, now I'm in another moment. Mm-hmm. And then you're not holding on to as much of the regret or whatever you might be missing, or what could have, should have, or the thing about, oh, I've got to plan this. I love planning things, because something always happens, and you have to readjust it all. (laughs) But right now, I get to talk to you here at Bravehearts, and this is like an amazing moment for me that I almost, almost forgot about. Uh Well, only because I've got four other things that I am doing. Mm. I said, there's something else. I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, oh, oh my God. Because I saw saw Brian early this morning, you know, after the second cup of coffee. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, getting back again to that 8 o'clock Central Time. uh, Yes. Meeting the Center for Purposeful Leadership. And and getting back to Roger Dieterle again. Roger Uh has the uh, Spirit of the Badlands Retreat Center in Medora, North Dakota. It wow. is, man, it's one of the most beautiful. I've always thought Medora and Theodore Roosevelt National Park area was the, the most beautiful and favorite place. And Roger's got this place on a, on a canyon, <coughs> looking, into it, uh, looking into the canyon. We went out and visited him a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Uh, but when I first met him, um, I, was, uh, I was looking for a place to stay to, to get together for a cousin's reunion out there. Okay. Uh, one of my cousins said, "Hey, you know, get all the get all the thirty two living cousins on my dad's side of the family, wow, big family, big family, yes." And uh, so I met him, and I said, "I said, hey, I, you know, I, I enjoy retreats. Uh, nothing, okay. nothing better than retreats." And he said, "Well, I got a retreat, so, yeah." So we 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 connected wow. on that, and later he um, he we were having a conversation. He said, "How do you get started? You know, with uh, you know the." Uh, this is, you know, last spring after after things shut down and everybody was kind of mm. sh- kind of shut Shook. down. Right. I said, well, you know, Monday we we've always worked from home, so I'd say Monday mornings. Uh, you know, I I I roll out um, 
you know, have some coffee, kind of figure out what I'm going to do. About 11 o'clock, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make my first move about, you know, he said, he said, Hey, there's something that's at, at seven mountain time, uh, eight o'clock your time. Uh, you got to check this out. And so he connected me with, uh, uh, with Patricia. I've made mm-hmm. most of those, uh, CPL meetings, uh, yep. uh, on Monday mornings. It's a great way to start the week. And it's interesting people that you're meeting. I have to say, it's also people that you wouldn't necessarily meet. Um, as I was sitting here musing about it, I went, there actually was a convening meeting that I went to oh many years ago. Cause one of my friends, Wendy Morris happened to invite me. And there were a couple of other community, um, conveners that I had um, run into with a lot of the, the community work that I was doing. And it was in the lower level of the library. Uh-huh. over here in South Minneapolis. And they were giving some ways of how to connect with people given certain kinds of activities, mm-hmm. which I guess now they want to call wisdom circles. Yeah. Which I actually love the name of that because we are all bringing something to that. Oh, so yeah. sort of like reconnecting to the ways that people are coming together is mm-hmm. very much how you got there. Because people come together and connect in just unexpected ways mm-hmm. because they're present. Once again, they're just present in the moment that they're in and having a real conversation with somebody. You know, and, and I, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy uh, connecting with people in person. I enjoy, uh, really oh, yes. enjoy that. But I, I think of this as the tail side of the COVID coin, the connections that we've made and the, the way that we've expanded our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of us who've been fortunate enough to do that over the past um, less than a year, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say there's an interesting dynamic because we've also had to relearn how to make human connections. Uh, And I I say that because I'm also a teacher. I teach it. Am I allowed to say the place that I teach? Is that all right? Absolutely, yeah. If you want to give us a website, (laughs) we can do that. Well, it's McAllister College and I'm in the theater and dance department. Um, I'm also the associate dean at the, get ready for a long name, Kofi Annan Institute for Global Citizenship. And within that, there's the Study Away program, the Civic Engagement Center, the Career Exploration. It's very much connected to the Department of Multicultural Life, and it's it's more student oriented. Mm-hmm. So between those those things, I'm learning that students, the young people, as they would say, are are more flexible in this format because they've been living in it on a regular basis through their phones, through their laptop, through their tablets mm-hmm. over the past four or five years. Yeah. And we've a lot of us have been consciously resisting it. But once we've had, since we've had to in the last year of how do we make this work? How do we engage? How, do, how are we present? I'm, gonna get, I'm probably going to say that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are we present? Is that that's kept us alive and vital, which is why the, the people that are in the Center for Purposeful Leadership are very inspiring because they're alive in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can't deny, but it's also something that makes you want to get up in the morning. Get up and hang out with those young folks, you know. Um, I'm all, I'm involved with the with the, another group called Sutra, and uh, they have, uh, Sutra, uh, yeah, the uh, Sutra I think is knowledge, uh, right? But um, uh, they they have a, a meeting every Wednesday, and uh, and it's okay. the co-creators collective. It's a you know it's a group of people who have been through C-C-C. the transformational teaching online program. And, uh, and I, I refer to, uh, mm. I refer to that group, uh, as my home room. 
and I refer oh. to um, uh, to our, our our Monday morning meeting as, as it's like a home room because you <laughs> you go there, you kind of start your week. I don't even remember having home room in school. Yeah, I, I know the concept. You, you know? don't remember. It was something that you looked forward to because at yeah. least you know you had one place to go. That's right. It's it was so it was that was your that was your that was your crew, you know. So yeah. McAllister College. That's uh um, St. Paul. St. Paul, and that's M A C A L E S T E R. McAllister. McAllister. That sounds Scottish, you know. Um, it actually is Presbyterian founded many, 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 many hundred and seventy-five <laughs> years ago, wherever it was. Um someone, someone stole some native land and they created <laughs> An institution that was for higher education, and and, uh, and it, you know, and hopefully that uh, they've done some some good work with that. Oh yes, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm yeah. really happy. We can talk about that. I'm, I'm sure, you know, during during this time about yeah, that's another thing that keeps you young is because yeah. you've got these people, especially young people who are active. Yeah. Oh yes, the students, yeah. Yeah. and they keep getting younger every year. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 well, a long time ago, I was a bartender. I couldn't be a bartender anymore. I'd have to card everybody. <laughs> it's true. I know you all. Wait a minute, you all were children, babies at some yeah, point. I do, you know, I, I make a point to shop at Target because I bought some wine there once, and I got carded a couple of years ago. I'm, saying, oh, I'm coming back here. Thank you so. for not. We're seeing me in a different way. You're seeing me, but yeah. how do we do that? Which so, is another way of, of how you carry yourself. You're carrying yourself with some youthful energy, there, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, we'll talk about McAllister College and Kofi Annan, and uh, you yes. know a lot of other things. Uh, we're going to be going to break shortly. Remember right. that you can sponsor Bravehearts Radio for as little as two hundred and eighty dollars a week. You're not just promoting your business; you're making lives better for kids and families served by Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity, BraveheartsforKids.org. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds on uh, after these important messages. My new, uh, my new outro. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. <laughs> I just help make sure the mission gets accomplished. There we and, go. Uh, we are planning a couple trips to Machu Picchu in September and December. Uh, you can check these out on the new BraveheartsAdventures.org. That's uh, BraveheartsAdventures.org, Vacations with Purpose. And we'll be staying with uh, Daniel Gutierrez there uh, and Whoa, Catalina. Nice. Uh, Daniel's been a guest on the show a couple of times, uh, three, I think now. And he's, oh, okay. he's always a lot of fun to, to get together with. God, so, I, uh, I, f- I feel kind of bad that I don't have a place to invite you to. to come. <laughs> McAllister! <laughs> well, you could, you could yes. <laughs> It'll be an interesting place now that they'll be going back to a full semester system come the yeah. fall. Well, mm-hmm. you, you're talking about how you stay young by uh, by being involved with the you know the students oh, and they, yeah. that, that just association that keeps you young, right? Well, if there's there's unbounded desire to like absorb everything, even though they think they know everything. So both of those things are happening. It's that you, I don't know if you remember being 18 or 19 when you had the world and you knew how it was supposed to be run, and then you realize I don't know anything. about <laughs> World is all of a sudden dad got smart again that's you know? how did he said something but the idea that they are still discovering and what you do is when you're engaging younger people and who are still curious is you have to meet them where they are mm-hmm. at least in the way that i teach and because i also i will full disclosure i teach theater mm-hmm. um i teach acting i teach theater history i teach community-based work i teach i'm teaching a class right now called hip-hop performance mm-hmm. and all of those means that all those mean that i have to engage the students in the context of where they are mm-hmm. the students that were coming to school in 2000 are so much different than the students that are coming here in 2021 or 2020. And so it keeps me, I have to know, I've got to listen to some music. You know, I've got to watch mm. some movies. Um, I haven't been a podcast person yet, but <laughs> my, my son has told me I have to get an Instagram account, which is like, okay. Yeah. But, in the, but and also in the, in the sense of how are they learning? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's different learning styles Ooh. that people yeah. are coming with. And just staying on top of that is actually inspiring. Yeah. I would say that I really enjoy the fact that I've had to shift a lot in even my perception of the kinds of students mm-hmm. because there's a wide identity spectrum that students are coming with now. And how do you include and embrace them all? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, here's the other thing about staying young, you just got to breathe. <laughs> you know, like breathe in. And blow it out. And as one of our guests at CPL said, breathe in the grow and blow out the give. Give and grow. That sounds like uh, that sounds like Richard Leiter last. Uh, oh my! Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I still purpose. I still got it on my calendar. Grow and give. Grow, yes, I have it. <laughs> it's I, a post-it. It's, <laughs> I put it on the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you find you have to explain who uh, who Kofi Annan? Well, we're, we're sort of lucky at McAllister because he was a grad. 
he went to McAllister. Well, so no kidding. It's, it is one of the magical... That I did not know. The magical things. You know, Walter Mondale also went to McAllister. You know, we have yeah. our own set of celebrities that have been through there. <laughs> and um, it's interesting because the Institute for Global Citizenship mm -hmm. had been there, I'd say, since 2010. But then when Kofi came to visit, um, they decided well, why aren't we not honoring and recognizing, you know, an international statesman? Yeah. And so they decided to rename the Institute after him. And then so what happens, it's, all, it's in this building called Markham Hall. Yeah. Um, but within there, there's a small statue, I have to say, we need more of Kofi's head. <laughs> we need to get the rest, rest of him. Yeah. We need to get the rest of him there. But it's still an inspiration for how are you a better citizen in the world? Mm -hmm. And that being a citizen in the world, another thing that keeps you young is the world is always shifting. Mm -hmm. And we get quite a number of international students, as well as students that are stu studying internationally, mm -hmm. that you also want to stay as current as you can with them about questions they have yeah. about being in the world. And we, those of us who've been for, around for a while, we still have some wisdom mm -hmm. and some knowledge that we're able to share with the young people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've, we've forgotten more than they'll ever remember at this point. But that sort of keeps you on your, on your game because yeah. you want to keep them informed and saying that you're going to be adding to this knowledge now. Yeah. When I say I grew, I was in New York in the 70s when hip hop started. It's like hip hop started in New York. It's like, yeah, yeah, kids. In it the didn't, 70s? In the 70s. <laughs> New York City was not what it is now. There were no baby carriages in Times Square. I will say that. But the idea that you have knowledge to share and you have an excitement about how you share it. I think that's a, that's a key thing is that you're still enjoying sharing your knowledge with. Yeah youth yeah and, with, yeah, and, and with your friends and you know there's there's something that um uh, uh i i i always you know start this one with uh, with my phone and say you know i oh. i'm looking for a, a mentoring program that would match me ah. with a fifth grader to explain this thing and people <laughs> laugh at that and i say you know because everyone that comes to the table has something that everyone else at the table can learn from mm -hmm. and it's hard for some people to accept that yeah. I mean, there are some of our generation who are, everybody who's not of my generation is, doesn't know anything and you just get out of the way. Yeah. And then the other side of that is there are the younger people who say, like, you old people just need to move out. Okay, boomers, get out the way. <laughs> and, but when that intergenerational knowledge comes together, mm -hmm. it's fascinating to be in the spaces with Yeah, it. yeah. I think yeah. that would be something that, that you also learn about traveling in other cultures and other spaces. There's this um, inclusion of elders and the seniors and the families, the older generation. That's a part of the interaction with the youth and mm -hmm. the working, those that are doing the work, is because you must have something to offer because, well, you're still here. Well, now, now you you were in the in the seventies in New York. Did you grow up in New York? Is that where you I grew up in Denver, Colorado? In Denver, okay. So I grew up seeing, as I say, I grew up seeing the mountains every day. Uh -huh. So yeah. whenever I go anywhere else, it's like I never know where West is. But going to Denver, 
<laughs> I always knew where West was because it's down the mountains. Yeah, it, well, it, no, no, growing up in North Dakota, it was kind of easy because uh, there wasn't anything in the way. So, uh, you know, the, the, the sun was up in the sky somewhere, and usually it was sunny. So, <laughs> so um, true. Oh, my, my dad was a teacher at, the, at a little college called Valley City State. And, Which is where, in North Dakota? Yeah, west of Fargo, about uh, 60 okay. miles. And, uh, and so we, we, he was a geography mm. teacher. And uh, oh, so we were the host the family land. for what we called exchange students. Right. And I realized okay. later on that they were just foreign students. They, they, we, we had nobody going to the Sudan. Oh, you were exchanging <laughs> we them. Nobody right. going, there was nobody right. going over to some other country from, from our school. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, but we got to be the host family for everybody from around the world. And, nice. uh, and got to know, uh, by the time I got out of high school, I knew people from all over the world. And y when you're growing up, you think that's normal. It's just true. Well, I would say even my story about that is my father um, was, a, he wrote training manuals for the Air Force in oh. Denver, in, at Laurie Air Force Base. So he had to go around the world to make sure they were implemented. Just imagine wow. this, this black, tall black man going to all these countries around the world in the 60s. I just, we just thought he was going to work. We had no idea where he was going. But when he would come home, there were people from those countries who would come to our house for dinner. Wow. So there were people coming from Persia and from London. And I was like, well, doesn't everybody have these international people come to have dinner in their house? Yeah, yeah. So you just learned that that was how you lived in the world. So when you step outside of that and people are going, oh, you don't know how to talk with anyone else other than, it's like, oh, right, because that was my experience. Like yours, you yeah. get to, you, you were around other people from other places. Yeah, and our, you know, when, when we're younger, especially when we're, when we're very young, our neuroplasticity, our ability <laughs> to, 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 for our brains to change mm -hmm. is, is never stronger. Um, and, and so when, when we have experiences that someone might describe as, well, that's an unusual experience. Okay. Well, no, it uh -huh. wasn't because it, it was, was normal. normal for me. It was normal, right. Yeah. It was and normal I think, for you. And I, I would say that, I'm, who was I explaining the other day about, you know, the thing about keeping young is what, what, what you were seeing around you. So my father, who's actually 94, he's still here, hanging around. Oh, good deal. Moving, everything's moving. Got cancer survivor, colitis survivor, you know, moving along. He used to jog around the junior high school. And this was, you know, back in the 60s, 70s. Nobody was jogging anywhere. We were so embarrassed. It was like, oh, yeah. Dad, why are you running around the field? Our friends are going to see you. <laughs> But no one was doing that then. And it's just something that he knew to do to stay in shape because he could. Yeah, that's before, and you know, before they had running shoes. Before they had running shoes, before yeah. they had running outfits, before you spent yeah. $150 on a... <laughs> well, you know, if you watch Rocky and, and uh, the original Rocky from the 70s, and, oh, I remember uh, that. Sylvester yes. Stallone is running, he's doing his, his road work in Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> <laughs> that you is know, true. <laughs> like the old style basketball shoe from that's, Converse, and yeah. that's what he was wearing for his uh, right. for his road work. Yeah. So some of those things that you when you scan, like you recognize that someone is doing, and it's like, well, that actually kept him young mm -hmm. and vital. Yeah. You know, I don't. It's like hardly remember him being sick. So it's like, well, I guess I better do something too because that's got to keep me vital because that's what I've experienced. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what you kind of see around you. Oh, you know, that makes me think I, I, really, I need to be more active. Yeah, get it, get I, want, 
to be more active. Yeah. You can take the microphone with you as you walk around the park. <laughs> yeah, can we have class outside today? Did you ever get that one? Oh, only you can have class outside twice. The first time, you know they're not going to pay attention. Yeah. The second time, it's like, here's how you pay attention. Very nice. Actually, I'm planning on having a class tonight in a dance studio um, because we've been in Zoom so long. So we can be we can be separate. We can be socially distant mm -hmm. in this space, and the air is on, and the masks are on. But now people are starving, yeah. starving to be together. Whether it's yeah. outside or inside, it's just like oh, I get to see someone's full body. Yeah. Yeah. For a change, even within it's three space. dimension, you know, it's just three, uh, I know just the third I've, dimension. Yeah. There's some students I've never seen below the chest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have to lean back, you know, when I'm on video so that you can see my NASA logo here. You know, okay. Well, then I lean back and you see my minion logo. <laughs> That's right. I was going to wear something else, and then I decided, no, this was this is this is my muse. Everybody has some. This is my young thing, by the way. Yeah. Something minions, that minions are young. That's right. Well, you know, see, minions are loyal, mm -hmm. even though even though it's to villains, <laughs> and they know how to laugh at themselves. Yeah, they laugh at themselves, or they don't take themselves too seriously, or they take them mad, tragically serious, and then they laugh at it. Imagine that keeping you alive is being able to let yourself be human and go like, "Wow, I really made that big mistake." Oh my god, I never do that again. Give myself grace for that. Give yourself. Hey, we'll grace. be uh, we'll be going to another break here shortly. So uh, remember, you can sponsor Bravehearts um, Radio for as little as two hundred and eighty dollars a week. You're not just promoting your business. You're making lives better for kids and families served by oh, Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity, and it's it's never been more important for them. Braveheartsforkids.org. So stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these important messages. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. 
Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. We broadcast live on Voice America's flagship variety channel. And all the shows are available on demand 24-7 on your favorite podcast service. Uh, coming into the third segment, i like to say something about the National Day Calendar. NationalDayCalendar.com is one of the great supporters of the Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And April 28th is National Bravehearts Day. What? Um, yep, yep, yep. And uh, thanks, thanks, Marlo, and thanks, uh, thanks, Alice. Uh, Marlo and Alice are friends from uh, National Day Calendar. Mar- they've been some of my best friends for a long time. And, um, uh, you know, it, I, I know one thing that they really enjoy is deep dish pizza. And, and being in the Chicago area, every once in a while, I'll send them a, you know, a, a four pack or six pack of uh, deep dish pizzas. And I think, so today is National Deep Dish Pizza Day. And uh, my apologies for not getting anything off to you already. But uh, um, this, is a, this, this is one of those um, real, um, real dilemmas for people. Um, because there's a, there's a, when you think of deep dish p- pizza, a lot of times people say that's Chicago style pizza. And then there are people that will say, no, Chicago style pizza is a thin crust cut into squares. You know, so um, like like a pub style pizza. And so, um, and, and, you know, I I think this morning on the conversation we were talking about, you know, being right when you're not really right, (laughs) just insisting. It's not always the best. <laughs> but, you know, it's so often uh, we have that kind of argument um, uh, when, you know, when, when uh, you know, we're, uh, we have something that we believe or something that we, 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 we've thought as being right. Mm-hmm. And it may not necessarily be right. It, it, or maybe it used to be right. Or it may not be right for everyone. Yeah, that's right. that's usually the one. That, <laughs> that's usually the one that I found out. This yeah. may work really well for me, but it's not it doesn't and it doesn't have to work for you. Yeah. So that's but there's something in that acknowledgement of what things what things are working for you and what mm-hmm. things don't have to work for you. Um, as I was, I sent Brian a link to this this event that I have been doing every week mm-hmm. since the pandemic started, called yeah. Outside Voices, where we actually give people a chance to come and laugh and scream and say hello to each other in the park. Yeah, it was getting out from in front of a screen, but then actually socially distant, we laugh at gibberish jokes. Mm-hmm. We laugh. It's like laughing yoga. We laugh at the most horrible things in the world, and then we run around ourselves screaming, and then we fall down. And then you get up and run around yourself screaming the other direction and fall down. And then all of a sudden, you've released so much tension in your sides. Your, these, these muscles, the interstitial muscles, get a chance to breathe. And you're in a space with people that probably you don't know because mm-hmm. you, you stop them and say, you want to come laugh and scream with us? I would say 10% of the people, actually, because it's kind of weird. Yeah. But once you do, they go, wow, that felt so good. Yeah. And I want to go, some people are great meditators. I'm a great laugher. That's, yeah. I kind of love laughing, yeah. anything. It's, <laughs> it's, you it's, know, 
okay, so coming, you know, coming into the 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 uh, uh, the show today, I was thinking, okay, well, the, the title of the today's show is the secret of staying young, and I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, you just you know, you just strike me as a guy who's you have a real science to this, <laughs> you know, this 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 uh, falling down laughing. That's, that's that sounds like something that you would see little kids doing in a in, park. Imagine that's how they're little because we still are. Deep inside, we're still that little five-year-old that's running around having the amazing imagination that you're in a castle, that you're in outer space, and you're just, you're just doing it. You're not trying to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not making sure that it's done the right way. Yeah. It's just free. And then, and then you do the next thing. Yeah. You know, I feel sorry for the kids today that have Legos that are, that are designed to be made into something. Thing, right. We, we had, we, we had Legos that you, you had two long Legos, you, you crossed them over. Now you have an airplane, that you is, know, <laughs> that is, it's very interesting having that change of what even toys were the, um, the girders and, and panels. I remember those trying to like build buildings. Um, Remember yeah, uh, Lincoln? Yeah. This is a horrible. Lincoln Logs. Yeah, you, yeah, you said it. You said it, Lincoln. <laughs> okay, and, so you, the, you know the story of Lincoln Logs? No, Frank but, Lloyd Wright, his wow. son, his son invented Lincoln Logs. That's that's You're the story kidding. I know. So, okay, isn't right. that isn't that something? You know, that's because so, he needed something to play with. And um, I wonder, you, you got to wonder if, you know, if Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, the, the, the things that he designed and, and, and I think his, his son invents Lincoln Logs, is he, is he doing one of those, oh my God. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, wonder, I, wonder, I just wonder how my dad always felt about, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we mentioned, mentioned the idea that at some point your um, dad got smart again. And uh, that was, uh, for me, that was... Um, uh, you know, I, I realized that the things that he was saying mm-hmm. weren't necessarily his things. Like, no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah. That's Confucius. <laughs> okay. Right. And, uh, you know, you're, you're where you where you really are, not where you right. wish you were, not right. where you would have been, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just be here now. It's like, yeah. oh, it's something else that came from somewhere else. Like, oh, just be here now. It's like, oh, just be here now. Oh, it came. Now that I look... In what my readings are, it's I see it's all a piece. Yeah. It's very interesting when we forget about that. There's a just there's there's always a reminding of wisdom in that yeah. sense of we thought I'm having the most wise wise moment, but that moment is based on something that there was either a conversation or an awareness that someone else had, and they named it. Now, you're having the same awareness, and now you're just naming it. I used to say that was one of the reasons I liked philosophy, mm-hmm. because it was just different ways of thinking about how we are in the world. <laughs> and we're giving it some new language, especially you know, in those ways of how do we connect with the moment that we're in, mm-hmm. that context. There's a way of thinking about how Kant or Hegel was writing about philosophy, and then I'm thinking, well, how does Cornell West write about philosophy? Mm-hmm. There's different ways that we are all engaging the moment that we're in. Because 40 years from now, there'll be someone else who's the philosopher of the age who will be able to seem like they're the newest, greatest thing. But they've got that wisdom that's just passing. It's not even passing down. It's just passing through. Have you ever been in the ocean and you had that realization that this moment is like millions and millions of moments? And now... It's another millions and millions of moments as the wave is going back out again. And I'm just in this one. This is the, there's been a few hundred million years 
that the planet has been revolving and evolving. And the moment that you're in is just, it's, as I say in my students, you know, you're just a kind of a comma in this huge volume of the, of the world. Yeah. But you're an important comma. Yeah. Because you're part of that space that's in there. So being in that is also, uh, once again, we're going to, a comma is like, it has a little jazz to it. <laughs> I can never get those right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. No high pasting. <laughs> so I, a, I, keep a, I keep a puzzle behind me here. I always keep a, a puzzle. Oh, which behind, one? You know, it's because it's, um, this one's a. This one's a butterfly, you know, uh, just oh, for example. piece. Oh, you yeah, can just do piece puzzle. I've got another one that's a 2000 piece puzzle. You know, the thing about the puzzle is it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's like, um, a group of people, you know, everybody plays their part mm -hmm. and the dang thing just isn't right without everybody, everybody coming together. And yeah, sometimes yeah. you miss a piece where you have yeah. to go find it. Yeah. We, we got a dollar store puzzle one time and had 99 pieces. That really sucked. You know? um, <laughs> That does happen. Actually, you know, during the pandemic, is I have done a whole stack of puzzles, but I like the thousand-piece puzzles because you have to stay focused a little longer, and you can't do it all at once. But you know, if you have a two thousand piece, I've well, the the two thousand piece puzzle that's that that's a that's a whole program about uh, you know how how we the world. Well, we you know we 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 uh, we there's there's some buildings there. There's buildings with signs on. Them, there's horses. There's you know all kinds wow. of different things. And somebody will uh -huh. find all the pieces that that have horses, and they'll start putting together yes. that part of the puzzle. And that's why right. I, I I think of that as a, a way that we all have our role and we you know mm -hmm. I, I just went through an idea hierarchy retreat over the weekend where you know i had 305 ideas of things i should be doing this i, I want to do this all this oh my and goodness. most I, more than half of them i'm going to outsource to some uh, virtual assistant or personal assistant oh wow okay because there's somebody that mm -hmm. will love doing those things mm-hmm and and I you know things that I don't love to do, and I'll just right. keep doing what I love to do. But you had the idea there, about you know? these things. So yeah. was, was this sort of a harvesting of your ideas? Is that what they did for this event? Yeah. Well, it's 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 something that 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 I do for uh, for boards and for um, you know like for um, for a. Um, Nonprofit board of directors, for example, and we'll we'll uh, we'll have a brainstorming, and then we'll work that down to uh, nine hundred ideas, down to three, for example, by the end of the weekend you know, uh -huh. at a retreat. Right. And uh, it, it's kind of like finding the corner pieces on a puzzle. You know, mm. when you do that, you always you always have some kind of celebration. Uh -huh. and, and then uh, you figure out the frames, like, oh look, here's that's the right, pieces. yeah, that's right, that's okay, yeah, and it's like it's twenty four. <laughs> tall and 40 wide you know okay you, you know how you know you know you know that's that's how that's how puzzles work so 24 tall and puzzle wide oh my 20 goodness. no be made 25 by 40 that'd be what the heck would that be <laughs> that, would that be a thousand yeah don't, don't you have to outsource that and someone will bring you that answer i think i did the math yeah. okay <laughs> i love the outsourcing yeah. um which is one of those other things that keeps you alive is who you're working with mm-hmm you know, if you're working with people who are also vital and they, and like I say, they're good at what they do and I want them to succeed. Yeah. Do that thing that you really like because I don't have to do it. But if you do it and you love it and I can just be there as support, good day. 
Yeah, that's that absolutely right. Yep. So last break coming up here. Uh, remember, okay. you can support Bravehearts for Kids and Bravehearts Radio for a little $280 a week. Bravehartsforkids.org. Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. That's what I wanted to comment on. I didn't know that that was a parade. Wow. I just make sure you're in it. <laughs> mission specialist. Yeah. Jeez Louisa. That's like a whole that's like, that's like a whole a bandstand full of people. <laughs> Well, the mission, yeah, you know, I mean, the mission specialist, I, I, um, the, the founder of Brave Hearts for Kids, um, pediatric cancer charity, uh, Jeremy and Amy Jacobs in, in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy is, uh, is one of the guys that runs NASA. Um, oh, nice. And uh, his, his, his dad, Adrian, is a longtime friend of mine, and he would always refer to his son as my son, the rocket scientist. I thought he was ah, just, I thought so he was metaphor. you know, it's like he's probably a really good student, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, he's, he's one of the people that runs, runs NASA. Runs you know? NASA. But I say, I, say, I, I, I like the, the idea, I'm the, I'm the mission specialist, you know, because I don't fly the rockets. And I realize I've been doing that my whole life. That's kind of like where we all sort of are. I mean, it's, should I say, that's also the but one of the recognitions of things that how I get to be in the world is that I don't have to be in charge of everything and that's okay yeah. matter of fact it's great because I get to I get to be the best cheerleader for those that are and sometimes those that are in charge of doing something they fail or they mm-hmm. falter it's like I'm gonna bolster you back up come on you're you're on the right way let's try and do it again what can I yeah. do to help you and then they go you actually helped me I was like, yeah uh, yeah 
that's kind of like what I, that's kind of like my thing. <laughs> I always have the, I think we always run into this, some people who are really struggling with who they are in the world or the things that have come down on them. And nobody else tends to take that time to recognize them. Mm -hmm. And I figure that that's one of my superhero powers is that I can see the struggle and all I want to do is make space for you to come and be here. Because then they're suddenly seen and heard differently because, um, as I say about a friend of mine, she judges you with no judgment. <laughs> and I try and do that as much as I can because I know everybody's coming with something. Everybody's, no one, no one, you didn't just pop up a fully formed NASA flower. You had, <laughs> there had to be some, some stories that brought you here. Mm -hmm. And then how do we make space so that your stories can flourish? Because that's really important. Is this something that you're, that you're doing with your students in the theater? Oh my God, yes. I mean, because I always say, what we're, what we're trying to do is, I don't, if you want to be a, a movie star, you want to win an Oscar, you want to win a Tony, that's great. But are you able to have a human connection with another person? Mm -hmm. Are you able to actually look into someone's eyes and see them or see their pain or see their joy or see their loneliness or see their silliness? Those are things that we can practice. When I make my students look in people's eyes, they go, my, oh my God, it's so, it's so intimate. I went, yeah, it is. And then after you've done it a few times, you're actually with somebody mm -hmm. who you didn't know before, or you knew, but you never really looked and shared yourself with them. So it's about being human. I mean, it really is. That's kind of like the deal of why I'm here on the planet. Like I've, I've learned that I really can't, I can't be a superhero. I can act like one, <laughs> but I can really be human. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate other people who are as human as they can be. Yeah. That's part of my joy. You know, it, it, did you notice last year um, the idea of bec being authentic suddenly became something like, it, it seemed like, wow, this is a really cool new idea. <laughs> like, let me see, thousands of years ago, people were being authentic on who they were and where they are. It's I mean, always been, yeah. I mean, it's even like with like within rap music. Are you the real? Are you being real? It's like, yeah, I am. I'm not trying to not be something else. Man, you know, you go, you go. I, I'm, I'm Sugar Hill Gang was my, you know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's flashlight was. That's, that's uh, you know, my roommate from Brooklyn, and uh, you know, and, oh, see? Uh, in in college, and and that uh, was in Valley City, North Dakota. You know? Wow, you got some history. Yeah, you have yeah. some lived some lived history. Did you dance also? Did you learn? Did you learn how to spin? I, you I, you know, I, I danced like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. I was a maniac like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the with the pretzel and the whole works. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I could do that anymore. I'm about two sixty now, so <laughs> don't have that. Uh, don't just, have that limb, limber mobility. Anymore, uh, you just so. work on it slowly. You don't have to do the whole yeah. thing. I guess they just do this. That's enough. And then all of a sudden you're doing that. There you're you rolling go. around your yeah. head. Rolling yeah. around your head. And you know, you're a singer too, right? Well, yeah, I have this little thing that I did. I, I do have a gold record, and I'm really happy about I, that. I, I remember seeing that, you know. You know, so, so it's cool. being an actor, as I always say, I'm not necessarily a singer, but I know how to act on pitch. Ah, okay. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Because songs are monologues, or songs are dialogues that you're having with somebody. And ah, it's, yeah. what, is it, what is it that you're saying? And sometimes you have to repeat it over and over again. You know, baby, 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 baby. <laughs> Get their attention. 
I think songs have have a, a way of communicating. Um, music has a way of communicating that that just sticks. That just stays with you no matter yeah. what, no matter what. How much time do we have here? Four minutes oh, I to think we're down to a couple. So minutes. I am going to tell you this one little thing because I you'll you'll never have me on here again. But I've been really fortunate that I got to do this movie a few years ago, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like thirty, um, called Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and I got to play this character Marvin Berry. And so mm-hmm. the song that I sing in the movie people have gotten married to my version of it. And of course, some people say like, you have the best version. And I'm going to give you just a little bit right now to help you hug your, hug your loved ones. Acapella, Earth Angel. Okay, here we go. Earth Angel. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, will you be mine? My darling dear, love you for all time. I'm just a fool, a fool in love with you. That's all you need today. Love you all. <laughs> there, there, there you go. And uh, and the, the picture is starting to come back into focus. Always. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it is. We come, we come here together. Yeah. Oh and my I, God. No, I, I didn't share? have my guitar with me. I was, I was air guitaring it there. Okay. And, uh, yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> I, I um. I was I was looking up I was looking up somebody that was we we watched the movie Tombstone and there was a guy in Tombstone that um, he played uh, the the, uh, the the fellow in the play he was also the 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 original boyfriend in Titanic um, and uh, I can't think of his name right now but he <laughs> I looked him up he was in Biff's gang and when I'm when I'm reading through the um, uh, I'm, I'm reading through the IMDb and I see uh-huh. there's I see Harry Waters Jr. and I'm thinking wow well, I know a guy named Harry Waters Jr. I wonder if they're related because the guy I know he's about thirty you know oh right yeah he'd be how can he still be alive yeah and I see teachers at McAllister what yeah, those, those little things yeah. no I'm, I have to say that one of the things that also keeps me young is that I got to do a lot of amazing things yeah and but that was then and so what am I doing now and yeah. what I'm and what I'm doing now is I'm working I'm also working in my communities I'm mm-hmm. you know working in some volunteer work I have a group called million artists movement we just moved a chalkboard yesterday that we put in front of places where community members can walk by and leave messages about where do you find your joy yeah. and it's amazing how something like that is so simple yeah. but it's it's meaningful in a larger unknown way because all of a sudden the community is putting its voices out in the world and yeah. you get to be a part of that man it is crazy how quickly an hour can go by when you're having fun harry uh, thanks for being with us today with, with, Brian, with henry waters you. jr the secret of staying young and uh we didn't even talk about the secret we just did it well we just did it you know so uh <laughs> join us every monday at three central time um or listen anytime on your favorite podcast service favorite uh, podcast. next week we'll have as our guest kayleen marshall author of who will love me oh uh, you'll not want to miss this uh, sounds she's great. Got a great story remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere and we'll see you next week until then be well and great. stay well thank you Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.